Welcome to Astrology Bites. This is your host, Teresa Reed, the Tarot Lady. I'm the author of the Tarot Coloring Book, and I'm your host for this podcast series. If you're curious about astrology, you are definitely in the right place. This is episode 16 of Astrology Bites. And with each episode of Astrology Bites, you get a bite-sized astrology lesson that's 15 minutes or less. It's super short and sweet. My goal is to make astrology feel simple, clear, fun, and totally applicable to your everyday life. All right, it's time to get into today's episode. And today, I'm bringing back a very special guest. I'm bringing back Amelia Quint of the Midheaven, and she's also the astrologer for the Coveteur to talk about the Midheaven. Welcome back, Amelia. Hi, it's good to be here. Thank you so much for having me. I am just delighted to have you here with me again. Um, I really appreciated you sharing information about the Ascendant in last week's episode. So we're moving on to another part of the, cho- the chart. We're going to talk today about the Midheaven. Can you explain what the Midheaven is in an astrology chart and why it's important? Sure. So quick review. Um, the astrology chart, if you're here, you probably know, looks like a circle um, divided into 12 different parts. And those 12 parts are called the astrological houses. Um, the Midheaven is another name for the 10th house. So uh, the 10th house is located at the very, very top of the chart. Um, the ancients called it uh, the medium celli, like literally in the midst of the heavens is what that means. So uh, in your life, the Midheaven shows up as I hesitate to say highest purpose, but it really is your reputation and the legacy mm. that you're here to leave on the world. So very big, important point. I love that. I always look at the fourth house as where you're coming from and the 10th house is where oh, you're going. I love that so much. That's beautiful. So, you know, since the 10th house is all about our, our reputation, Can this give you any clues as to what you should be doing for your career? Yes, absolutely. So the 10th house is the first place that I send people when they're asking me questions like, what type of a job should I get? Or I'm feeling a little lost as far as my profession. Where do I even begin? Um, Your innate talents as far as your career path do live in that 10th house area. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the things that you will ultimately become known for. So, for example, if you had a Virgo midheaven, you don't necessarily have to go out and become a writer, though you probably will or could. Um, it's more that you bring a Virgo vibe to your profession and the things that you do uh, at the office. So that would be somebody who has a really great editor's eye who can see a whole story and know exactly what needs to go and what needs to stay to make it cohesive. And it's somebody who really gets the details and somebody who is really there to help. Virgo is a sign of service and devotion. So if you're not helping in your job, you don't feel useful, then that Virgo midheaven person would not feel as satisfied. Well, since you mentioned a Virgo midheaven, and I love using examples um, we talked about Kim Kardashian last week in The Ascendant. Well, Kim Kardashian has a Virgo midheaven, or Virgo midheaven. So what would that tell you about her? Oh, my gosh. I love that. I think that <clears throat> debunks so many of the myths of her being like a 
overly vain, gold digger type of person. I don't think that's where she's coming from. I think that she really does care about the world and is trying to serve in whatever way she can. You know, she has that Libra sun, and I think a lot of that comes out through beauty and helping other people feel more beautiful about themselves, helping them feel empowered about their bodies. Um, mm. I also think, too, a lot of Virgo Midheaven people, I'm speaking from experience because I'm a Sagittarius rising with a Virgo Midheaven, um, they can be really self-critical, especially as it relates to their appearance or how other people perceive their work. And so that sort of spurs them on to seek this, like, perfection in their, their public eye, you know. And we see that with Kim Kardashian's look. She's always yeah. striving for that um, perfect aesthetic she sure does and i gotta tell you one of my goals in life is to have her give me a makeover because i want to learn how to contour oh <laughs> yeah i've never figured out how to contour like i feel like with the venus and virgo and the virgo midheaven i should know that but it's very intimidating to me <laughs> yeah when i put it on it just looks like i have dirt on my face it looks terrible so um. <laughs> i need kim kardashian to listen into the show and come and help me <laughs> right, we'll read your astrology, Kim K, and then you can give us uh, all of your great contour and highlight advice. Love yes, you. I think that would be a really fair trade. Mm-hmm. So what can the Midheaven tell you about your potential for success? Ooh, that's a great question. I think as far as your potential for success, first of all, I want to say if you don't have any planets on your Midheaven or in your 10th house, don't freak out and be like, oh, I'm not going to have success. Like the sign of your 10th house slash midheaven is what really counts. Everybody has a 10th house. We all carry that energy in us. It just depends what sign you have. Um, But I think what's there can tell you where you're more likely to succeed, right? If you're Mm -hmm. a Libra midheaven person, you're going to do a better job in the arts or something that needs a diplomatic touch, you know? your your talents would be kind of wasted in the more Capricorn type of like serious straight laced like overly straightforward job right you need a job where beauty is out in front right if you're mm-hmm. Pisces mid-heaven you would need a job where you can use your your intuition and your great empathy to to full effect if it would be no use to you to do a sort of Aries career path unless you had other things in your chart that said otherwise. But yeah, where you were in people's faces all the time, that would drain you, right? Mm-hmm. So the midheaven sign and any planets there should you have them explains what will really nourish you as it relates to your career mm. and make it sustainable. I love the word nourish. I love that you chose that. Because that is such a holistic and lovely feeling around the whole idea of success. Instead of success just being, you know, this big ambitious thing, what nourishes you? What a great question to ask yourself. I love that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you can try for all the success in the world. And I see it often with clients, you know, if it is not giving back to you in some way, if it Mm -hmm. is not sustainable for your, your body, your time, your energy, your soul, you're going to burn out. You have to find something. It's, it's good for the world and for you if you find something that nourishes you and is sustainable. So can you just give a little advice then on how to work your midheaven to your advantage and how to really nourish it? 
Just so we're real yeah, clear on that. Absolutely. Um, so my best advice would be research as much as you can about your midheaven sign. Obviously, I can't go into all of them in detail here, but know what jobs and professions are associated with your midheaven sign. And even if you don't go into those, try to figure out the thread that goes through all of them and see how you might be able to apply that to your own job, right? So let's say you're a cancer midheaven. Cancer midheaven is when I get lots of questions about because cancer is associated with mothering and caretaking. Mm -hmm. And, you know, some people, they have that and they're like, well, I don't want to be a teacher or I don't want to be a nurse. Like, what does this mean for me? I don't want to literally be in a caretaking profession. And some people that have that end up going into hospitality, right? Like Mm. service industry type jobs, which are a little... A little more hard edge than those other things. Um, but ultimately, at the end of the day, you are still caring for people's needs, right? Um, making them feel welcome, um, mm-hmm. making them feel loved, right? Mm-hmm. So that is how you work your midheaven to your advantage. Know the specific things associated with your midheaven signs, the specific jobs, but also the general approach, right? Are you going to be taking care of people or are you going to be go- getting out there on your own? and striking out like an Aries midheaven type person and really fighting for your goals, right? Mm-hmm. That makes all the difference. That is such wonderful advice, and I think that could really help people. Actually, my son is a cancer uh, midheaven, and he teaches. That's part of what he does for his career. He's a musician, but he's also a teacher. So that makes sense, and his students love him. Oh, that's so wonderful. Yeah. Is he Libra rising? He's a Libra rising. He's We're both Libra risings, except he's got a Virgo midheaven and I have a Leo midheaven. Oh, yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. So the the Libra is the arts and then Cancer is that, that caretaker, that teacher. That's like mm-hmm. the perfect one. He's doing it just right. He is. He's nailing his midheaven. <laughs> it's always nice to see people working with the working with their astrology in the best way possible, right? Yes, absolutely. All right. That is amazing advice and information from you, Amelia. I thank you so much for being here with me today. Thank you so much for having me. You are wonderful as always. Thank you. And so are you. And people, if you want to get more into Amelia's world, which I really think you should, go over to themidheaven.com or check out her wonderful horoscopes at the Coveture. You can also find all my horoscopes at myname.com. So ameliaquince.com is sort of my repository for all my horoscopes from all over the Internet and astrology articles. All in one place there. Awesome. It's like a portfolio that will lead people to all the different roads that lead back to Rome. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Thank you. All right, guys. If you're enjoying the show, I'm going to ask you to please leave a sweet little review on iTunes because, you know, that's the best way to help new people discover the show. And thank you so much for listening. And for more fun stuff, please head over to my website, thetarolady.com. You'll find lots of resources about tarot and astrology including free monthly forecasts and horoscopes and so much more good stuff. Again, that's thetarolady.com. I will see you there. And I always like to close off by saying this. No matter what's going on in the cosmos today, ultimately you are in charge of your life. You're in the driver's seat. If you don't like where your life is headed right now, you can change the course. You are the boss. 
you've got that power. Be kind to yourself and others and make smart decisions. And I'll see you in the next episode.